Well, hello and welcome to Connect with Courage. I'm so glad you're joining in. On this show, we talk about how to make your life bigger and better by building your courage and connection. My name is Gabriel Pescher. I'm your friend and host on the show. And today we're talking about how to build trust or how not to mess it up too much. Now, trust is so crucial for connection and for being courageous in our lives. Why? Trust is really the, the lubricant of relationships and it determines how much we open ourselves up and how quickly and how effectively we can collaborate. Now, trust is not something that we either have or don't have. It's something we build or disrupt. You can imagine it like having a marble jar on your desk. You have a jar of glass and with every positive behavior, you put a marble inside the jar. And over time, it slowly fills up and you have a lot of trust with a specific person. Now, with every behavior that is disruptive to trust, you're not taking one marble out of the class, you're taking a whole handful of marbles out of the class. So trust is very slow to build and it's very quick to destroy. So it's very important to be intentional about building and maintaining trust. And there are seven specific behaviors I've learned from Brené Brown. She really made it very specific how we can build trust. And today I'm going to share them with you. So the first behavior that helps to build trust is to set, hold and respect boundaries. Now, boundaries are so important for so many areas of our life and especially for building trust. Now, what is a boundary? A boundary is a property line. It's like a fence or just like a door to your room. You know, you open the door to the people you want to have in your room and you close the door to people you don't want to have in your room. And it means that you decide what you want to have in your life. You let the good in and you keep the bad out. And we do this by showing people what's okay for us, what's not okay for us, and explain them why. So imagine you're in a conflict situation with a friend and for example, they're always making a lot of drama and you don't want, really want this in your life. And so you could say, hey, I really love having you around me, your good friend, but I don't like it when you make the kind of drama. I don't like it when you talk aggressively to me. And if when you talk to me this way, it hurts me. And so I cannot be with you in the room when you talk like this to me. This is a boundary you say, okay, it's your choice to talk that way, but I'm choosing not to have this in my life. You know, either I am leaving the room or you have to leave my room. So yeah, I can make the choice. And basically it means I take full responsibility over my time, my energy and my resources. And so I choose what I like or what I don't like to have in my life. Also, we need to hold boundaries. So some people, they like to test it, you know, and are you really, are you really sure about your boundaries? And I've experienced this in the classroom many times, you know, people, they try to test you and are you really sure about the boundaries? And it took me time to understand that it's really important to set a boundary and keep setting the boundary until people respect it. Also, it's important that we respect the boundaries of 
others. I really like it when people tell me what they like and don't like because it makes it easier for me to deal with them. It's a whole lot less guessing. I don't have to guess. Am I stepping on somebody's toes? Is it okay? Not okay? People tell me that's easy. If we don't know if it's okay or not okay for somebody else, just ask. Sometimes it's as simple as that. Now, the second thing we need to do to build trust is to make and keep commitments. We can start with making small commitments in a new relationship and we can increase it over time. But it's important that we do what we say we'll do. And for that, we need to be very sure about our capabilities and limitations. And we need to be able to balance competing priorities. It's not always easy and we do mess up and that happens. So that's why we need the third, um, the third habit, the third um, behavior to build trust, which is to own our mistakes, apologize and make amends. Because we do mess up, at least I do mess up. And we do things we shouldn't have done. We don't do things we should have done. You know, it just happens. That's life. That's human. And so it's important to own our mistakes, like not to blame somebody else, but to take responsibility for our own behavior. You know, it doesn't mean you apologize for other people, but you apologize for your own behavior of when you you didn't do or you, you didn't do something you should have done or when you did do something you shouldn't have done. You own this behavior, you take responsibility, you apologize for it, and you make amends, you, you, you make things right, or you promise to do things differently in the future and you do your best to do that. It's very important. And recently I had the experience in a new relationship I was developing, new friendship I was developing right in the beginning. I did something I, I, I didn't want, actually I shouldn't have done, and so I very quickly apologized for that and I promised not to do it again. And I felt in that moment just how our trust increased. Because in that moment, that person also saw, hey, he's a guy who will own his mistake and make an apology and try to do it better. And it's so important for relationships because in relationships, we always come to the point where we hurt each where we hurt each other, where it just happens. We are human. And so it's so important that we have the capability to repair relationships. And like owning our mistakes, apologizing, making amends is one of the best ways to do that. The fourth behavior that can help to build trust is to keep confidences. This means I need to know that when I, sh I share something with you, you will keep confidentiality. And so that my secrets are safe with you. And the more I can feel that, the more I can trust to share with you. And also, so that's one of the reasons why we don't share quickly everything, but we take time to get to know a person and see what can we share with that person. And so it's built over time, right? And so the way how we evaluate if somebody is trustworthy in that sense um, is like when I listen to you, and I hear talking about other people. What are you telling me? How are you talking about the other people? What are you sharing? Are you sharing something you shouldn't share because it's private? And once you do that, I'm not sure if I want to share my stuff with you because I'm not sure that you will keep it to yourself. So when I see you, 
being very responsible in what you're sharing about other people, I will trust you more with my own secrets. Now, the fifth practice, the fifth habit, the fifth um, behavior to build trust is to practice your values. To do what you think is right to do. And it can be different for different people, but just for people having the sense that you know what is right for you to do, what your values are, and to do things even if they are difficult, this gives you immense respect and trust. And sometimes it's even, I've, I've realized this in my own life, many, many years ago, I've done things or I've not done things which other people, other people wanted me to do because they were against my values. And people, they had a really hard time with me at that, at that point, but they learned to respect me. They learned to trust me because I, I told them, hey, this is who I am. This is what is important to me. I'm not going to do this one thing. And the trust just increased because they could see me clearly and I was being, like, I was practicing integrity there. And... It's also, it's one thing I'm trying to do with the podcast, um, connect with courage. Right now, my two, two most important values are courage and connection. And so every day um, I'm looking at my life and asking myself, hey, how am I being courageous and connected? And if the answer is not so much for a couple of days, I feel uneasy because uh, I, I want to be courageous and connected. And also I want to share that. And I know, I know that I need to live what I teach, right? I need to live what I think is right to do. And so this always keeps me reminded of, hey, Gabriel, watch out here. Okay, so practice number six to build trust is not to judge. And so when we don't judge another person, we give the space to really be ourselves, to ask for what you need. Like I can ask for what I need, you can ask for what you need. We can talk about how we feel, how we really feel without any judgment. And that's just such a great place where you can really get to know each other. You can build a relationship, you can build collaboration and all kinds of good things just because you have the space for that. And once we start to judge, it's like, you know, I don't feel safe anymore and I will withdraw. And But I, when I feel I'm just accepted as who I am, I can, you know, um, I can just, I can just open up. And I think there's a difference between um, pointing out a behavior that we don't agree with and judging. And so I think we can accept another person and love them and at the same time still point out something that we don't agree with and but without judging the person. And so usually we judge uh, in areas where we ourselves don't have a strong self-worth or confidence. And so we judge because it makes ourselves feel better about ourselves. It's like, it's like the comparison gap. We compare ourselves to others and because we feel better here. But if we feel really strong and secure in the area, there's no need to judge. Right, that's just, it just becomes obsolete. So the best thing we can do to reduce our tendency to judge is to uh, become strong and, and and to grow our self-worth in the areas where we feel weak. That's it. So the last 
practice, habit, behavior to build trust is to assume that people are doing the best they can. It means to assume positive intent. And I've talked about this with many friends and you can see the answers are really one way or the other, you know, black or white, a lot of the time, um, not a lot of in between. And so it's basically, when you assume that people are doing the best they can, you assume that everybody wants to be a good person. And I think everybody wants to be a good person. And um, sometimes we just make bad choices or we, in our, we are in a difficult um, situation. And, but still assuming the person's doing the best they can, we can come from a place of compassion and generosity. And doing that just allows you to find the good. If you do the opposite, if you assume negative intent, it's very easy to go into negative stories about the other person, which are most likely to be inaccurate. But if you go for the positive interpretation, um, I mean, people sometimes they just are not doing very well, right? They're trying their best, but they can't do very well. And so this is where it really combines with boundaries because um, being generous with other people doesn't mean that you ha let let them impact their negative behavior your own life so much. It means if you can set a boundary and decide how much this is going to impact you or not, you are in control and you're responsible for, for your life and your reaction, your response, and not the other person. And so you can have like a person you can have a certain kind of relationship with but maybe in some area, maybe not in another area because um, it just doesn't work out. But you can still accept the person and um, yeah, be compassionate with them. So I think these are the things to build trust. Um, remember, trust is like a marble jar. Um, you put with every positive small behavior, you put a marble inside the jar and slowly over time you build trust with a person. When you do a disruptive behavior, you take a couple maybe a handful of marbles are taken out of the of the jar. So it's it's disrupt, disruptive behaviors are very impactful and it's hard to repair trust. It takes much more time, a lot of work. Sometimes you can't even cannot repair it. And there are seven seven behaviors to build trust are to set, hold and respect boundaries. Number two, to make and keep commitments. Number three, to own your mistakes, apologize and make amends. Number four, to keep confidences. Number five, practice your values. Number six, don't judge. And number seven, assume that people are doing the best they can. That's it for today. I hope that has been helpful. If you have any questions, please let me know. You can, I think, send a message on the Anchor website and also on my website. I think there's a contact form there. And yeah. Until next time, connect with courage because courage makes our lives bigger and connection makes our lives so much better. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.